It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Why Does God Allow This? And our scripture reference today is Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. God told Moses, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their sufferings. That was the reasoning God gave Moses for his plan to deliver the Israelites. Think about that. Everything you have read about the people crossing the sea, walking in the desert, and becoming a new nation of people began because God paid attention to his people. It's ironic to me, I picked up a book I had started reading several months ago. I read several chapters, put the book in a bag, and forgot all about it. A few weeks ago, I came across the book and started reading a few more chapters here and there. The book is titled, Practicing the Presence of People, How We Learn to Love. It's ironic because I started rereading that when we all started staying home avoiding the presence of people. The chapter I read last night had to do with hearing each other enough to see each other. We're good at not listening to one another. As a result, we let our assumptions about people carry how we feel and think about people. And that is no way to know someone. If we were to listen more closely, we would be able to observe more fully who a person is, and what their life is really like. How I wish we were willing to listen to one another. Today, I'm thinking most about the true suffering people face that we miss because we're not really paying attention. We've explained all things to ourselves and are willing to let things be the way they are because, well, I have my own life to live. Or, that's just the way things go. When we see something on the news that has happened to someone that we know is wrong, tragic, or unjust, so many times we reply, that's wrong. Maybe we'll lament, that is sad. <laughs> In Spanish, we might say, ay, pobres. We've seen what people endure. We just haven't seen it the way God has. When God appeared to Moses in the burning bush, I don't know why he didn't tell Moses, I have seen what you have seen. Remember, Moses saw the unjust treatment his people faced. He tried to do something about it. It led to a murder. Maybe that's why our tendency is to shy away from social justice. We're fearful what we could get involved with and what that might mean. That's understandable. But once we see what God sees, how can we be comfortable not finding ways to walk with our neighbors? I don't think Moses ever forgot what he saw before he left Egypt. Of course, we don't know this, but I'm sure he would have thought about it every day for 40 years. When God appeared, as reluctant as he was, part of Moses' willingness to return to Egypt was based on what he saw, and maybe 
that God was willing to do something about it. Now, from time to time, there is a quote that comes to mind that makes me think strongly about this. It's a reminder that God's church is not merely a group of people who help people. Yes, we help, but our calling actually goes deeper than that. Because we know what God sees and because we know how God has delivered us, we seek to walk with our neighbor. The quote is, sometimes I would like to ask God why he allows poverty, suffering and injustice when he could do something about it. But I'm afraid he would ask me the same question. Stay blessed.